the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Another violent weekend in Columbus with three more murders added to the total. We are up to 189 devastating tornadoes in Kentucky and other states, and inflation is at a 39-year high. Nevertheless, I am wearing Christmas lights today. Those of you who will be watching the show on the Facebook page at 989theanswer or the Hooli Show Facebook page, because let's not miss the joy of the season, okay? We are at December the 13th. Two weeks from now, Christmas will be gone, but hopefully not over. Hopefully the hope, the joy, the message of Christmas that comes every year will stick with us in light of headlines that are very, very discouraging. I'm Bruce Hooley. It's a Monday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. You can take us with you wherever you go, iHeartTuneInRadio.com app. You can also download The Answer app. Search 989FM, The Answer, in the iTunes and Google Play Store. We're going to talk about heroes today uh, after we get to the news of the day. Uh, I think heroes are important. I think role models are important. I think aspiring to greatness is important. Motivation is important. Leadership is important. We're going to touch on all those topics today. Uh, I wish we had people in public life, many people, the lion's share of people, who demonstrated those qualities admirably. Unfortunately, I think we have a preponderance of people in power, in particular, who demonstrate the antithesis of those qualities. And it's manifested in a lot of the news headlines that we see. It's manifested in the way that the issues of the day are dismissed by the people in power. Our mayor here in Columbus, Andrew Ginther, uh, our president, Joe Biden, uh, powerful Democrats in Congress, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and by people who subscribe to their philosophies in entertainment, Jesse Smollett, in media, Brian Williams. We're going to talk a lot about that and this guilt trip that the left is trying to lay on the right, that the problem is somehow originates with us, that we are getting America wrong, that we are getting conservatism wrong. Truth is the ultimate defense, and truth is what I treasure. Truth is what I strive for. Truth is what I pledge to always give to you. So I'll have my perspective on those things today, and I, as always, invite your participation. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. You can always email me, bruce at 989theanswer.com, or send a Facebook message, either at 989theanswer or at The Hooli Show. Now, good news today out of Kentucky. In the midst of bad news, there's no way to put a good spin on the fact that 64 people lost their lives on Friday night and into Saturday morning with the devastating tornadoes. Weird, weird weather over the weekend, unseasonably warm and super, super windy. We fortunately did not get slammed the way they did in Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, Illinois, 
And Kentucky, in particular Mayfield, Kentucky, uh, just devastated. The pictures are like you would see from a city that had been bombed. They reminded me of Joplin, Missouri. They reminded me, those of you who are old enough to remember, of Xenia, Ohio. It is amazing what kind of devastation wind can do, mother nature can do. It might be an instructive lesson to those who defy God on all things that he occasionally foreshadows a glimpse of what his power is capable of doing. I don't mean to insinuate at all that he was somehow displeased with the areas that were hit by this devastation, but it is nevertheless something that people should not miss because to bring down a 500-gallon water tank winds in excess of 200 miles an hour to blow apart homes and thrust all the small and almost weightless possessions inside a home, like photographs, 30,000 feet in the air, and then to have them found 150 miles away to drive two-by-fours right through the trunk of a tree to flip cars as if it's a coin flipped on the end of your thumb. Amazing to see, frightening to behold, and tragic to comprehend. Thankfully, the good news out of Kentucky this morning is that the candle factory, which collapsed on 110 people has not inflicted nearly the devastation that we feared. 94 of the 110 people inside are safe, according to Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir. Unfortunately, eight people did lose their lives, and eight are still missing. Eight are still missing. But as you heard, the death tolls originally stated at 50, and then they expected it to climb to 100. Um, it has not yet done that. So that is very, very, very good news. I would imagine there will be a large number of people from central Ohio marshaled by various churches headed to Kentucky. The first thing after you weigh the obvious, which is, wow, the loss of life, is think about the time of year. This is Christmas time, right? If your home right now were to be devastated by a tornado and everything gone, how many Christmas presents would be gone? These kids who live in this area, sure, they don't have power right now, and that's an immediate need, but will they have, and I don't mean to accentuate the materialism of the holiday, but will they have a Christmas? And as I said before, the message of Christmas is hope and joy. And it's very hard to buy into that, feel that, own that, project that, if, and we have to understand the limits of childlike understanding, if a holiday you look forward to for, yeah, personal reasons, what's in it for you, what are you getting for Christmas, is radically, radically altered by the path of a tornado. So there will be many opportunities to serve, whether it's cleanup, whether it's contributions, whether it's prayer, whether it's hands and feet on the ground, but I would certainly think that Central Ohio will lend a hand uh, because of its proximity to Mayfield, Kentucky, and all the damage down there. Inflation is not transitory. I know that's 
Not exactly breaking news to you, because if you listen to this show, you know that the best indicator of what's going to happen is what has happened. And when you have a president who governs like Jimmy Carter, (laughs) internationally, domestically, economically, guess what you're going to get? Jimmy Carter type results. And that's what we're getting. We're getting the socialism sampler, as I call it. Empty store shelves, the open southern border, and domestically that manifests itself in supremely high prices that get higher seemingly every time you pay for anything that matters. The 7%, almost 6.8%, inflation is a factor of rapid rises in, as I go through this list, ask yourself, do I need any of these things? Are these things things I can do without? Ready? The categories in where inflation has been most deeply felt. Food, energy, housing, autos, and clothing. Food, energy, housing, autos, and clothing. Wow, well, if you don't need to eat, if you don't need a warm house, if you don't need a house, any place to stay, if you don't need transportation, And you like to walk around naked. You're set. No problem. Joe Biden has your back. But if you need food, energy, housing, autos, and clothes, Joe Biden has your back. He just has a knife in it. But he persists in his effort to spend more money. He calls it the Build Back Better plan. I call it the Break America Forever plan. And he continues to push it in Congress. (laughs) Incredible, incredible how tone-deaf these people are. But this will be a familiar theme on the show today. In that, to the Democrats and to the left, truth is not what is borne out by circumstances, proven by history, forecast by logic. Truth is what they feel it should be. Truth is... An open border because that's kind. Truth is a hate crime for Jussie Smollett because he deserves more attention. Truth is not what is actually true. Truth is, as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez once said, what is morally true. And yes, that is your goofy congresswoman from New York who is bathing her pro-abortion, pro-crime, anti-bail policies as a representation of truth. Interesting fodder for our discussion as a Monday edition of The Bruce Woolley Show continues. So I noticed with interest that NBC newsman, veteran NBC newsman, Brian Williams, has signed off his program, which I didn't even know was still on. It's called The 11th Hour with Brian Williams. Um, This was last Thursday night. It took me this long to figure out that he was gone, but he fits into today's discussion. Because we are talking about heroes and role models. 
And I think it's important that we have heroes and role models, and people in the public eye often are heroes and role models, and what they say can influence people. What Brian Williams said on his 11th hour sign-off was every bit as self-aggrandizing and wrong, factually wrong, as I would expect from somebody who fabricated an incident in the Middle East where he said his helicopter, while he was on the scene as the anchor of NBC Nightly News, was fired upon in 2003. The trouble is, there was a helicopter fired upon in 2003. It was one of several helicopters in an array on which Brian Williams was among those being transported, but he was not on that helicopter. And in fact, when his helicopter did arrive, where the fired-upon helicopter had landed, Brian Williams' helicopter landed just fine, without incident. He was suspended from NBC for six months. Do you understand what a big deal it is for the anchor of the NBC Nightly News to be suspended for six months? And he was mocked, mocked, as he should have been mocked, for lying because, you know, at least in theory, you would want your people bringing you the news to not be liars, not be proven liars, not be exaggerators, not be people who would tread on the bravery of others to make themselves appear as more than they are. But, of course, Brian Williams is part of the advantage class in our country. So NBC was going to put him on the sidelines for a while. Hope we all forgot about his blatant, bald-faced lie. They couldn't put him back on NBC News, a little bit too high of a profile. So they put him on MSNBC, whose ratings are so small. Uh, I was going to tell you what they were, but I, I swallowed them. They're so small. They slipped down my throat. At any rate... Brian Williams decided the best way for him to go out was to lecture and warn us all about the America that he purportedly loves so much while advocating for positions that are decidedly un-American. Here is a portion of Brian Williams' sign-off as he exited MSNBC. After 28 years of Peacock logos on much of what I own, it is my choice now to jump without a net into the great unknown, as I do for the first time in my 62 years. My biggest worry is for my country. The truth is I'm not a liberal or a conservative. I'm an institutionalist. I believe in this place, and in my love of country, I yield to no one. But the darkness on the edge of town has spread to the main roads and highways and neighborhoods. It's now at the local bar and the bowling alley, at the school board and the grocery store. And it must be acknowledged and answered for. Oh, that darkness on the edge of town. It's coming to Main Street. It's at the bowling alley. It's at the school board. It's at the grocery store. Who goes to bowling alleys? Do liberals go to bowling alleys? Typically, bowling alleys are like what? Average Joes, right? So Brian Williams is telling you, yeah, there's ugliness out there, and it's all those Trump voters, those mean people who are going to school boards because they have the temerity to want to make the call on their kids' educations. Those people who are at the grocery stores, ordinary average Americans, that's who he's saying 
the evil rest of it. It's not at the White House. No, it's not in Congress. It's not in the deep states, not in the media, not where Brian Williams lives, not where Brian Williams can tell a complete and utter lie and still maintain his lofty pedestal and big paycheck. And that darkness is certainly not in academia that teaches our kids to hate each other based upon their skin color, that you're an oppressor or you're oppressed. You either are keeping people from achieving or you can't ever achieve because you just were born a certain way. No, it's not there. That's not where the darkness is. Oh, but Brian Williams wasn't done. Brian Williams has more dire warnings for all of us. Where else, how else was a kid like me going to meet presidents and kings and the occasional rock star? These lovely testimonials that I can never truly repay make me hyper aware that it has been and remains a wonderful life. It's as if I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning in Bedford Falls. The reality is, though, I will wake up tomorrow in the America of the year 2021, a nation unrecognizable to those who came before us and fought to protect it, which is what you must do now. Now, before I get into how stupid the last part is, that America is unrecognizable to those who fought for it, let me just say that it is utterly fitting that Brian Williams would equate his life to a made-up movie plot. Because the defining characteristic of his career was a made-up, concocted, fraudulent story. And also, his view of America is made-up and fraudulent. Because my father actually served in World War II. And I know that generation. You ever notice how many World War II veterans are marching in Antifa rallies. I don't think very many. Brian Williams is talking about John Kennedy, Senator from Louisiana, Ted Cruz, Marjorie Taylor Greene, admittedly a whack job, Lauren Boebert, Jim Jordan. He's indicting those people as what's wrong with America. He's indicting you and me as what's wrong with America. Not Ilhan Omar, who advocated for the release of a guy who committed Islamic terror, not AOC, who wants no bail, not Gretchen Whitmer, Andrew Cuomo, Phil Miller, who concocted policies that proved to be COVID death machines in their nursing homes in Michigan, New York, and New Jersey. Certainly not Nancy Pelosi, who made sure on her way out the door to get $200 million included in Biden's latest budget proposal for Presidio Park in her honor. No, no, not those people. They're not the problem. I can tell you, My father would not recognize this America. I'm glad my father doesn't have to look at this America. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.